Live from your mother's basement, it's the Universal Wrestling Podcast with your host, Nick Dieterding, and your co-host, Alex Sacco. Sack Daddy, the weather is nice. The beers are flowing. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Sacco, how you doing, bud? Man, that intro gets me fired up every time I'm dancing my ass off over here, man. You, like you said, it's beautiful outside. It's beautiful inside to talk wrestling. I'm ready to roll. Yes, sir. So it's been a busy few weeks regarding wrestling news. A lot to get to, and we will get to that. But We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Good evening, this is Tom Brokoff reporting outside of the WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. I was just informed that the WWE has come to terms on releases of Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Lana, Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana, whoever the hell that is. All right, enough of that, Sacco. This is tough to hear. We obviously don't like to see anyone get fired. So the question is this, are they cutting costs before heading back to live touring? Or could it potentially be cutting costs before a possible sale? What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the first thoughts is just shocked, pissed, mad. But I think my personal opinion is I think that selling companies all smoke screens. I think this is cutting so-called the fat, making cuts before they go back to live TV. But it's just sad to see people go. Like Braun Strowman was just in the main event picture, last pay-per-view. And, I mean, whether you like the guy or not, outside the ring, inside the ring, he battled depression. You know, his character, he made that character. He seemed to be going down the right path. And, you know, and then you got Aleister Black. He built months up to come back. And then he comes back and super kicks Big E that we didn't get why. And then he just disappears. I don't know. The they could do something. Allison Black was the face of NXT, Braun Strowman. You got Muddy Murphy, who was on 205 Live. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It does not. And it doesn't make any sense when it comes to someone like Braun Strowman. We've said it countless times on this podcast. Vince McMahon loves big guys. This guy is the most athletic big guy, not just in WWE, but probably in wrestling today. And it looks like it's happening more and more throughout the year usually it's every you know once a year now it's every other three or four months they're cutting costs and it just seems like there's something else they're not just cutting costs because of the pandemic they signed a contract with nbc and peacock they signed a contract with fox two or three years ago so they have money don't tell me they don't have money you know everybody's saying on twitter well i think they're gonna you know they're cutting costs for a possible sale Could you see that? Do you ever see Vincent Kennedy McMahon or the McMahon selling the company? No, I personally don't. I mean, you think Vince would step down and let somebody else take over creative and let them call the shots before he sold the company. But that's just me. I don't see Vince McMahon or any McMahon stepping aside. That's why it's all smoke screens to me. There's no facts behind this. You can say it's because of touring. You can say because it's going to sell. You know, they're trying to sell the, the company. But at the end of the day, you don't do that. If you're a businessman, you keep Braun Strowman. You keep Aleister Black. You keep Murphy. You know why? Because you don't want them to show up on Wednesday nights. You know, that's a big deal. So it means more right now that they're getting rid of people like Braun Strowman and Aleister Black and Murphy. 
they don't care about competition. So that's why I honestly think that it's, it can't be just because of cutting costs before heading back to touring. You know, there has to be something. The underlining fact is this is not normal. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. AEW is going to scoop these, these wrestlers up and do something with them. I mean, the competition's there already. I mean, they're just coming off a big pay-per-view that was probably, that got great reviews all over. So the people yeah. are going to be jumping ship and they're not happy with the WWE. They're going to be jumping ship to AEW. And, you know, you got Ruby Riot out there who also, you know, is like a yeah. name on the list. When you think about Ruby Riot, she was a great leader of the Riot Squad. She pushed Liv Morgan. She helped Liv Morgan, who's gr- great right now. And the women's division stinks and right now. Not stinks, but lacks something. Yeah. And just to cut her and not give her a push. I mean, there's so many creative things you could do with these release superstars they released. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, it's just, like I said, frustrating day. Very frustrating. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Let's crack open beers and do what we do best. Talk wrestling. Here we go. Crack open a cold one. Zach Daddy, what are you sipping on? Uh, Today I'm sipping on It's Complicated Being a Wizard. It's from the Burlington Beer Company. It's an eight percenter. It's a double IPA. I mean, it's it's yeah. decent. It's decent. It's not my favorite, but it's decent. I mean, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. join for this episode. What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on the same damn thing. It is an IPA, double New England. I guess uh, it says here that it's their signature IPA, and it's not our favorite. We're not gonna knock it, but it's it's good. It's good for you know this episode. We all know Biggie lost to Apollo Crews at this year's WrestleMania. And I know personally, I thought Biggie taking the L would set up the storyline for him to go one-on-one with Roman Reigns. But currently, Roman Reigns is in one of the best storylines that I have seen in a long time. Jay and Jimmy Uso, the family storyline, it kicks ass. And as much as I love Aleister Black returning Sack Daddy and kicking Biggie straight in the face, it doesn't make sense to me. What are your thoughts? Big E just lost the title, the IC title WrestleMania. It wasn't clean, so it set up for him to get a rematch, I thought, anyways. And yeah. yeah, he hasn't gotten it yet. But then again, if you put out if you give Big E the shot of to, to get his intercontinental championship back, I mean, do you want Big E as intercontinental champion or do you want him to we were mad that he lost, but yeah, I thought maybe it's time to go up to the main uh, the big boys and face Roman Reigns. But what's next yeah. for Roman Reigns? That's something you gotta look at too, you know. But like yeah. you said, he's in a great storyline. So you look at it hindsight's 2020, right? We were really pissed that Big E lost at WrestleMania 37. Now we look at it and we understand the reason why to elevate Apollo Crews, which we love now. I think that's awesome. I think his gimmick is perfect. But if it's not Big E, who's going to go one-on-one with Roman Reigns after this storyline with his cousins, then who? I'm going to make a bold prediction right here. We're going to see it. and We're going to see it at SummerSlam. So let's do it. Let's get into wrestling news. Wrestling News of the Week. Yes, sir. Sacco, live events are returning. In July, the first stop is Texas. What do you think, man? Are you happy or what? Yeah, I'm I'm pumped, man. It's I mean, we talked about this the other day. It's been so long since we've been at a live event. Like yeah. And they're missed. We miss it. And it's yes. You know, we got a little bit of taste at WrestleMania. 
And um, I think they're, they're doing it right. They're bringing it back at the perfect pay-per-view that me- needs the fans the most. That's money in yeah. the bank. Before the pandemic, the crowds weren't that good. And even for AEW, even for indies, even for WWE, Impact Wrestling, the crowds weren't great. From everything about this break was much needed because now we realize we're more hungrier. Yeah. Wrestling fans are more hungry to get back to live events. WWE superstars realize how much the WWE universe means to a storyline, to a match, you know, to get through yeah. a match. I think we, I mean, we've been always saying that the wrestling, this is kind of a mini off season for the fans not being there. And uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying because it was, it was a lot was t- taped off or black tarped off in sections. Yeah. It looked fuller than it really was. It's good. I mean, is people going to be like not scared to go out again? We'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's going to be it's tough all year round, but they're not the only one doing. AEW is doing it too. So yeah. And for me, I mean, will people go back? Not because of the pandemic, because of the storylines. Because Raw is three hours. I don't at at home. I can't sit through a three hour Raw. If I'm going to go pay for some popcorn, you know, hot dogs. driving there going over the bridge i mean tolls it's just there's a lot going into it and i can see why people don't want to go and storylines aren't as great now for smackdown the blue brand i'm there i'll drive to california if i have to see a a live event for smackdown it's that damn good i'll be right next to you my uh, john cena wristbands on all right yeah right next to the kids too (laughs) so let's get into the next uh topic here it's uh keith lee people in the wwe are keeping quiet about keith lee We don't know where he's at. We heard from him on Twitter saying, you know, give me some time and I'll let you guys know what's up. And I I just, I don't know what's up. The rumors are he's too heavy and he's uh, maybe he's injured. The most logical thing is he's injured, right? Right. It's, it's a mystery. It definitely doesn't have to do with weight. In my opinion, there's there's plenty of superstars that have, been working out of shape like KO and KO. KO was big. Like KO can yeah, be a yeah. lot better shape than he is. And Vince likes big guys. I mean, like Keith Lee's right up his alley, as you saw exactly before, before he was written off. He was writing them facing Drew McIntyre on Raw. Like, yep. I don't know what's going on. I think it's an injury or undisclosed injury. I really don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have a girl. He does have a fiance. Has she been at yeah. since retribution? I don't. He needs to come back though. I, Keith Lee needs to be back on. Yeah, Raw is so bad right now too. So. I just hope this doesn't, you know, bury him. And he comes back and he's like a job or something. Yeah, I hope he continues his momentum like he had before he was off TV. Yes. Next topic is your boy Adnan Verk. They replaced him, and they already have a replacement. Dave Meltzer, your boy reported that UFC commentator Jimmy Smith will be replacing Adnan Burke as the lead announcer. And supposedly he's been training with Michael Cole. I know you hated on Adnan and, you know, he was thrown into the fire and he, you know, he wasn't very good at what he did the first week, but I thought he deserved more of a chance. He was kind of, he was still cool and he don't get me wrong, but he was kind of getting better each week. Exactly. And don't throw somebody into the deep end train them like they're doing supposedly with jimmy smith they threw him in because he was on espn he was on the mlb network i think he was on the nhl network so he has a lot of experience when it comes to talking on tv but not as a wwe commentator if it's not broke brother don't fix it bring back tom phillips i thought he was good you know i i really like tom phillips but don't replace somebody that doesn't need to be replaced it's just dumb Right, right. I totally agree with you. And um, 
hey, maybe Jimmy Smith hits it out of the ballpark and we fall in love with this guy, bro. You don't, you don't yeah. know, but I understand yeah. where you're coming from. And, you know, admin was, you know, rough the first couple of weeks, but I gave him credit. It wasn't easy what he was thrown no, into. And he it's tried- not his fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you imagine, you imagine sitting there having this man in your year? Like, remember what he said a few weeks ago? Bobby Lashley's dominating the WWE universe. Come on, what the hell does that mean? Let's get into the next topic. Jim Ross picks WWE star Randy Orton as the best wrestler in the business in 2021. Sack Daddy, you don't agree with Jim Ross, but I do. I respect Jim Ross. I do. Yes. He's a Hall of Famer of the mic, you know. But just come out and make a bold statement when you work in AEW and watch Kenny Omega wrestle night in and night out on a weekly basis. How do you do it? The Kenny Omega is mine, wrestler. Yeah, and he even brings up, he says this. I'm sure there's fans out there that would say Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world and they got the right to, you know, their own opinion. And he's not going to argue with that. And I agree. I don't think he's number one. It's got to be Randy and it's probably AJ and then Kenny Omega and then DB, but we're getting into it. Cause nobody was talking about Randy Orton being the best wrestler before edge came along and edge like rejuvenated. Like I said, on this show plenty of times, but I'm not, I'm not sitting here knocking Randy in the ring. He's been a freaking delight to watch every week. He's especially now he's taking on Matt Riddle. Yeah. Like under his wing. That's like something Randy never does. He jumped up on my book. Like, okay, he wants to take this kid. He wants to help this guy get over. That's yeah. I mean, that means something. And how long he's been doing it for real. I mean, he hasn't. We're sustained- just talking about one year, bro. Calm yourself. It's not Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I get it. I get where I yeah. get JR, but I mean, I don't agree with him, but no, you don't have to. And he even yeah. said that. And I mean, honestly, if we're talking about the entire world, you got to have Will Ospreay in there. I mean, we don't talk enough about New Japan Pro Wrestling, but uh, he's great. I love him. Uh, regardless of, you know, what he does personally, his in-ring work is amazing, similar to this guy. So let's get on with the next topic. Velveteen Dream was let go by the WWE. Sacco, what are your thoughts? And tell us a little more because you said you know a little more about the his lengthy statement. What do you got? Well, it's no surprise that he got released. He's been off TV for what? five, six months now. We were wondering yeah. where he was. But he just recently made a statement and uh, he was talking about how much he put into the character, how much he tried to make Dream go over. Yeah. My real name is Patrick, whatever he said. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Trying to say what he did. I don't know if I ever can forgive him. Whether he, whether the, he was NXT behind Adam Cole. Yeah. Like every everybody every takeover. Oh, what's dream gonna go? What's his entrance? Who's dream facing? Like yeah. I'll never I'll never forget. Say my name, Alistair Black. Say my name. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. But uh, he's got I yeah. mean this guy had everything going for him. And I even think John Cena said one day I'm gonna face Dream. Well, that's not gonna happen. It's just sad because, like you said, he had so much potential. Right, it's kind of like the Enzo Amore all over again, really. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. He was on top of the world, too. Enzo was, must say, cruiserweight yep. champion. He was making a niche for himself. And, you know, we still, all these years later, we still get this question, is Enzo going to come back? Is Enzo going to come yep. back? 
Is he gonna go? Is he gonna? If I had to guess, it's gonna be a couple of years before we see Dream on TV. Yeah, you know, you get famous and you do stupid shit. I mean, obviously, normal people do it too. But when you're in the spotlight, you think you're better than everyone, and you think you can get away with things, you know. And Dream, you didn't get away with this one, so uh, screw you. <laughs> Next topic, please. Becky Lynch is going to return soon. We know that in the near future. What will it do for the women's division, Sacco? Obviously, it's going to help them. I, I don't want you to answer it in that way. Obviously, it's going to help the women's division. But when is it the right time? I mean, is it SummerSlam? Is it tomorrow? Is it next week? I mean, and then what do you do? Because, I mean, Rhea Ripley is already in a storyline. Bianca Belair is in a storyline with Bailey. That doesn't really seem like it's going anywhere. Where do you want to see her? Blue, red, black, gold? Where do you want to see her end up? She bowed out a roll, gave Oscar the title. Oscar's no longer the champion, so Ripley is. There's no history in there in between Ripley and you know Becky. I would probably put her on SmackDown and elevate Blair. She yeah. she goes char- challenges Bianca, and Bianca goes over at least the first match. You don't need Becky to come back and win the title right away. She never lost the title, so she does deserve a title shot. I mean, I know the WWE doesn't do this anymore, but after the wrestler loses the title, they usually have a rematch. They don't do that anymore. Technically, she never really lost it because of the money in the bank situation. She had a kid, and, you know, the story goes on. So Yeah, we're going to get into um, Asuka in our next segment, I think we are. But, yes, yeah, we're going to save that for later. But, you know, I think she needs time off. There's something, I don't know. She just has it right now. Bailey on SmackDown. Has she gone sour? She carried the company through it all. Has she gone, you know, has she gone stale? Um, you're right. The women's division, you got Charlotte. I know you love Charlotte. Blah, 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 I do, blah. yes. And she is she is ratings. I mean, I think she's going to elevate Ripley in the, when all said and done. I think that's where it's going on Raw. And then you got Sasha Banks. It's not even in the picture right now. Of yeah. course, she loses the title. She disappears for the 15th under a time. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, she's coming back, though, soon. Let's get into the next topic of the episode. Batista calls out WWE over Asuka's booking. Asuka lost to Rhea Ripley. It was a non-title match on Raw. I think it was in May sometime. It doesn't matter. But he he commented on a uh, Instagram post from the wwe saying seriously jobbing out oscar wtf sack daddy what are your thoughts on this doesn't matter if he says on social media says it's a mainstream man's face he's not wrong ever since oscar's got called up to the main roster yes she's won the first ever women's war rumble charlie killed that when she broke the streak at wrestlemania i mean she hasn't been treated like she hasn't been used right on the roster at all. So I'm trying to say, I think I just write Oscar off TV. Oscar, go with your family, have a little break. And I just bring her back fresh in a couple of months. Yeah. Well, you I'm brought it up too. I mean, for me, I personally think it's uh disrespectful. You don't comment on your company's Instagram post saying, you know what he said. It's just, it's distasteful. Call Vince McMahon up, be a man about it. Say, yo, dude, the storyline sucks. Why are you burying Asuka? Which they're not. Asuka can lose. You know, it happens all the time. So for me, I think it's a little bit of uh, bullshit that he gets to uh, comment and then they talk about it. It's like, dude, do one thing or the other. Be in movies or be part of the WWE. But if you're not part of the WWE currently, don't shit on them. 
Like I said, call up WWE, call up Vince McMahon and say, yo, I want to work for you. I want to help with the women's division. I don't like where it's going. He's not going to say, no, you're a legend. You know what you're doing. You've been in blockbuster movies. Come on, bro. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, and that's kind of like you going on your company's social yeah. media page and saying, yo, this dude sucks at making sales. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> so you get of, where I'm coming from. Right, but it's I, just, yeah, but I understand where Batiste is coming from to an extent just because Asuka didn't need to lose there. But then again, look at it, man. Everybody's going to lose. John Cena lost. What I'm trying to say is people are going to lose. That's just the part of the game. You know, that's part of the industry. You lose to put somebody over. Rhea needs to, you know, Rhea got screwed too by Charlotte. All right. I see. I understand where you're coming from. I agree with your points. You're, you're making, you know, you're making a whole lot of sense over there. But as you sit here, Batista made the point. We kind of agree that we know where it's coming from. What do you do with Asuka? I mean, she was it. At an, she was NXT. Then she got gets up here and she's, you know, had a lot. She, her, I mean, she won the Women's Royal Rumble, loses to Charlotte, then gets handed to the title because Becky was pregnant. Yeah. And then her title run wasn't really good. I don't know if you blame that on her or you blame that yeah. on the, uh, you know, the opponents. But, I mean, what do you do with her? I agree with you. I think Asuka needs to take a break. And then that's when uh, Becky Lynch returns. And then she, you know, works her magic, works the gimmick, wrestles a few people. And then Asuka's healthy enough to come back. And we get a hell of a feud between Becky Lynch and Asuka. It's draft day. The next episode, we'll be conducting the first ever universal wrestling podcast draft. The rules are as followed. Sacco will be the GM for SmackDown and only draft for the blue brand. And obviously I will be the GM for Raw and only draft for the red brand. The title holders can only be traded for other title holders. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at the UW pod and Instagram at UW podcast. Peace. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.